Big week, guys. We did have a big week. Yeah. I, yes. do you know, and I love you doing this because I actually forget what happened during the week. So it's a little bit of a reminder with all the things that you've learned since you've been here. This is an institution of learning, ladies and gentlemen. It's been quite an emotional week here on the show, and Monday. Abby wasn't happy with me. You made me feel terrible about myself yesterday. Yeah, I did. felt dirty. Yeah. I felt disgusting. But, you know, silver lining, I really felt like this distance between me and Abby was going to bring Osher and I closer together. For the first time ever, you're going to say, Matt, <laughs> I agree with your morals. <laughs> oh, I, I'm going to doubt that, but all right. <laughs> yep, I learned pretty quickly that was never going to happen. Now, all of this was caused by Abby sharing a hotel room with another bloke. I went away with a friend of mine to New York and we had a twin room. Male friend. That's now, fine. Sharing a room with another male, whether it is platonic or a friend or a work colleague, I just I find it inappropriate. Maddie, this says more about your insecurity than it does about Abby's ability to maintain it's, a faithful relationship. I love it when you talk like that, Osh. Normally it's against me and I hate it, but <laughs> now it's Maddie. You talk no. more like that. We put it to you, Brisbane. Here's what you thought. I think it's inappropriate. If there's any doubt that it's definitely inappropriate, I think you definitely can. Would you share one with me? Would well, not be- now, but I guarantee there is absolutely no way that I would ever cross a line with you. Like, I can 100%... Easy, easy Tiger. Am I going easy, too far? Easy. No, you're going to go too far. But I'm being honest, though, Maddie. I love you as a friend, but there uh, would be no situation that I would ever consider... Hey, to, okay. I understood right. it the okay. first time. <laughs> and, and even if the, the arm, Armageddon had happened, yeah. she even would then, never, Maddie, ever, ever... ever Way. But <laughs> it is also the words you're you using. And I left in the world. Right, got it. Depending on us, got no it. way. Got it. <laughs> well, I'm not ruling anything out. <laughs> we love chatting to celebrities on this show, and we had a really big little one this week. Elmo is on the air. Good morning. generally respectful to them, but I don't know what got into Abby this week. Have you ever mentioned a swear word? Because I'm trying to teach don't my son. Never. Come on. What? Never. Are you kidding? Yeah. I just thought you I'm might have like a creative word that you say just in private because I'm trying to teach my son that there's adult words and he's coming up with different swear words for him, which is like booga wooga, which is a swear word right. for That's him. really funny, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a monster sound. Yeah. yeah. yeah Elmo's not allowed to curse. No, Elmo would never no, think no, of that. No. Okay. No. I love when Stav answers for you like how dare you are. That's true. Yeah, you tell us, I really love my three-year-old Xander, but this week I learnt that he can be a real jerk sometimes. He goes, hey, Grandma, what's this? And he points to the skin folds hanging off her neck. Lovely. No. Yeah. She picks him up, pretending like she didn't hear it. He grabs it and goes... This is your 15 year old? (laughs) (laughs) And I also learned your kids are jerks too, Brisbane. My ex partner separated early in her life. She'll sit there and ask me if every man's a dad. Mum, is that my dad? Is that my dad? What about that one, Mommy? Look, Nanny, you've got a big belly. Mum, you're fat like Santa. Yes. Mate, I am Santa, and you're getting sheets for Christmas. Doesn't it just make you feel so good when you hear other people tell you their kids are worse? 
Now, this week, Osha and his puppy, Frankie, they did a photo shoot at a swanky hotel. I learnt that he's not as trained as Osh thinks he is. These fine people from a publication I can't name yet wanted to do a cover shot with me and Audrey, my wife, and Frankie, our dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they found a, a dog-friendly hotel, which is... Uh, a crazy, super five-star first-class affair right under the Harbour Bridge in Sydney, right? Wow. And then I hear Audrey go, Frankie, no! And I turn around, and there is my beautiful little fluffball Frankie, a living teddy bear, mm. just peeing on the carpet. No. Oh, yeah. Um, I did it at a Ridges once. <laughs> <laughs> and I also learnt that when you travel with my little friend Stav over here, never put your credit card down as the bond. I got him back in the house, and he did that thing where he, you know, you know when they rub their butt along the ground? Yes. Mm. I did that and, at a Ridges once. <laughs> <laughs> we do apologise to any hotel that Stav stayed in, and we do not take responsibility for any of his actions. That's what I've learnt this week on Stav Abbey and Matt with Osha. See it online at hit105.com au or get it in your ear hole, download the podcast. Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Guys, I took my life into my own hands last night and I almost, I almost died. What happened? And I think that the men in the team will appreciate how terrifying this situation was for young Stab because we were watching The Biggest Loser Transformed last yeah. night, me and my wife. And because it's a different season this season where the body types aren't as, like, it looks like you've come in halfway through because they haven't started with morbidly obese people. Um, yeah, I'm already out of this conversation. Well, I think they're, they're like, one of them, I think one of them, the, the one that's the lowest weight is 78. That's, the next one is 90. And then there is like in the 150s. Mm. But there was a big hoo-ha about the 78 because well, people were like, how dare she be on it? She's not overweight. Mm. And then the trainer came out and went... Oh, that's confronting to everyone who thinks that because it two, I think they said two out of three women by the stats are overweight. Mm. Yeah. Well, she's the woman that almost got me killed. Why? Because Uh-oh. we were talking about her and, and um, they were drawing pictures of what they thought they looked like yes. and then they got the team to do it. And um, one of them, wasn't it wasn't actually her, it was a bigger lady. Um, the, um, the picture was up on, on the screen and my wife said, that's what I think I look like. And I went, for God's sakes, woman. How did you not see someone clicking that trap into place? Wait, it gets way worse. And I'm like, don't be, don't be silly. Do you always silly. think your wives are setting you up for <laughs> trouble? Don't be silly. They're Abby, you're not married to yeah. my wife. <laughs> but I'm, I don't. Yeah, right. And I, because... Your it's lives, so, it's, guys, it's, you live on the edge. Wait. How do you cope? Wait. So, so just for folks who didn't see it, so they've, they've, well, they've drawn an outline of themselves? They're, they've drawn an actual self-portrait, and they've okay. got all their bumps and lumps and stuff, and, mm. and she was quite a... Hers was quite not nice for her, and then the ones that the, the other people did was much better. She goes, this is what it, you actually look like. And my wife said, that's what I see when I, when I see my body. And I was like, come on, babe, that, that's ridiculous. You, you know any of that. So then, my wife Googles and gets the nine body types, right, of different women from yeah. skinny to large. Yeah. yeah. And then goes, okay, I've picked one. Oh, oh no, no, she didn't. You picked the one. And That's, here, you can't do that. Wait, Why is she doing that? Wait. <laughs> I said to her, I said to her, now I will do this, but I need you to know one thing. Actually, I need you to know two things. One, you're premenstrual at the moment. Oh, Dude. Why don't you start with that? Jesus. 
Why would you start with that? Because she was. But you don't say it. And two. Look at the cojones on this guy. I am taking my life into my own hands by doing this. This so is like an itchy and scratchy cartoon before the cat gets blown up. Yeah. So don't you just do... lie and circle the one that you think that she wants and go, baby, that's the way you, you are in my eyes? You don't know which one you think she wants. Because if you go too oh, you low. you know which one she wants. Now, if you go the skinniest, yeah. you'll go, oh, so that's what you want me to be, uh-huh. don't you? Uh-huh. Yeah. So I said, let's just move this conversation away from the kitchen because that's where all the sharp things are. Sharp and fry pans and stuff. <laughs> but we have to find the common ground because we can't go too close to the bedroom because that's where the baseball bat that we were talking about yesterday hangs above the bed. So we'll just stand in the middle of the house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where actually we'll go we'll go into Rory's room because there's a lot of soft toys there. <laughs> I can handle getting beaten to death by a panda. You should have picked up Rory, held on to her. Did you pick one? <laughs> if she did. asked for it, surely she would have been ready for whatever the response. She did ask for it. And yeah. she did appreciate. She said, look, when you put it like that, I appreciate that this is a very dangerous situation for you. What I've effectively done is dropped you in the middle of a landmine field and said, walk for a while and see how you go. So I picked, well, I just, it didn't even, because they didn't have one that I right. thought fairly represented. Did you do it in her. reverse? Because you would have been just as sensitive, right? How do you mean? Did she do me? Yeah. No, because I'm having, I'm not having, a, I'm having a very stressful week. <laughs> 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 so I was like, no, 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 I don't want to. No. Uh, so I, but they didn't have one. So I said, look, you're, you're between an, an eight and a nine. Yeah. And uh, there was a long pause where I didn't know what was going to happen. And I, in my head, I was writing my will. Yeah. <laughs> and Thinking said, about living in an apartment by yourself and yeah. seeing your daughter only on weekends. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that all played out in, in a matter of milliseconds. And then she went, no, that's, that's pretty fair. Huh. <sighs> Oh, no. Oh. What is wrong with you guys? Oh, Are yeah. Are you guys, that's... honestly, do we need to pull you aside? Are you scared of your wives? Oh, yeah, that's pretty fair. Mm. We were only just the other day talking about we need an app where you talk into it and it tells you what they really say. <laughs> that's pretty fair. <laughs> Get me a shovel. I'm going to bury a shower. <laughs> play. Great How was it side. sleeping on the couch? No, it was fine. No, I did. Oh, I, 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 I... <laughs> okay, you guys have to go to a self-help <laughs> It reclines and everything. Yeah. Fun, so. <laughs> Abby and Matt with us. Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Hey. Cut out the crazy talk. Who's Maddie? Normal? In other words, I'm crazy. Yeah, Maddie does not like animals. 131060, do you agree? Because we're having pets day, a pet day on mm. Monday here at work and Maddie's not a fan. And you did say it's because you had a cat, which cost you a lot of money, and you were saying it's because it's I broke just... its arm. Dazza has just run in and said, how does a cat break its arm? <laughs> That's a very good point. <laughs> Thank you for listening, Dazza. I'm sorry well, that we missed that. He said, was... yeah, don't they have four legs? But it was its front one. So technically, <laughs> I had trained it to walk on its back legs. Right. Okay. So they were, they were bipedal, trans. Gender, one it was, it was drug addicted as well because it had hurt its arm mm. and then it got better. And then it, so it went and got, we went and got drugs when it hurt its arm and then it hurt it again. We went back to the vet. He said, No, it's fine. Mm. And I just thought that it liked the drugs it was on. So therefore, so you it decided just, it was a drug addiction. Well, owners are like their pets. It. Did it hurt its arm using a tiny belt? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, it did. Jess is an Ipswich. Good morning, Jess. Hi, guys. Is Jessie. Maddie normal? Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, Jess, I thought you were going to be with me. No, sorry. Anyone that doesn't like animals mm. needs to reassess their life. Yeah, reassess your life. Would you date someone, Jess, if like, if a guy said, look, I don't like animals, would you start to get scared about their, I guess, compassion? I already am. Yeah. <laughs> Wise. 
Why? He just, he just hates our cat. He hates our dog. He hates, wow. he hates people. He hates everything. <laughs> he hates people. Yeah, that's You've how met it starts, Matt. Yeah. No, yeah. I love Negative people. Negative Nancy. Mm. Isn't he? <laughs> I love people. I just don't like idiots. There's a difference. Well, most people are idiotic, <laughs> Matt. You may not have found that out loud yet. Tried, Shannon. I've tried to love animals. Mm. Shannon's in Riverview. Is Matty normal? Sort of, yes, he is. Oh. You don't like animals? Um, well, when I was younger, I could not stand them. I was actually petrified of our pet dog. Mm. Um, but as I've grown up, I've just, I guess, learnt to love them. So. so what, you've grown up to be a nice person. It was just from a fear <laughs> at the beginning is what I'm getting, right? At the beginning, yeah, yeah I was yeah. petrified of them. But yeah, everyone's so really support. That's what makes the world such a great place is that everyone can be different. I just think you can't be angry when you're holding a puppy, can you? You can if the puppy pees on you. But yeah. you can if you're a really oh, nasty funny. person. Mm. Hey. It's just puppy wee. It's a blessing, Stab. Naomi's in Red Bank Plains. <laughs> Naomi, is uh, Maddie normal, not liking animals? Um, I wouldn't say he's normal. I do slightly agree. I like them kind of if they're my animals, mm. but usually I just get annoyed by them. So mm. don't really like them. Is it the lack of control you have over them, Maddie, do you think? No, like I just said, I just don't, I don't think what you get from them, you've got to put too much in, mm. you don't get enough back. It's a poor investment. Oh, a like, poor emotional <laughs> investment. Yeah. But I always think, like, kids, you know? Like, oh, the, the worst year... investment ever. No. But once you've got them, it's too late. Yeah. You can't send them off to the bank. <laughs> oh, God. No, I love. I do love oh, my children. You can't compare you children and, and pets. That's completely He does different. a little parent voice the same as you do. Like when he's talking to his kids, he's like, hello, Yeah. I do that when I talk to my cats. <laughs> So we do actually just, we just want to test because we're a little bit concerned about you because we're worried about your well-being if you don't like animals. We do have Mark, who's from the Australian Psychological Society. Morning, Mark. Oh, good morning. Just, is it an issue if people don't like animals? Is it a red flag? Well, it's a bit of a red flag, I think, for the people themselves Mm. um, because let's not talk, we're talking about pets here. Pets are are animals that uh, we've chosen and are particularly close to us and really uh, an expression of our love mm. and our regard for another being, mm. uh, yeah. which is a, a way of reflecting back um, about how we, how much we love ourselves, shall we say. So, oh. Matty, Matty, how much do you love yourself, Matt? Like, on the surface, he, he loves himself too much. He's got a very good ego, but you hey. think deep hey, down... Hey, hey. He asked me the question. Yeah, All right, take it away, Maddie. You're right, Mark. I am a troubled man, <laughs> and I think, um, you know, underneath this hard exterior is a soft, broken human <sighs> just wanting to be loved. <laughs> Stop taking the piss, Maddie. Answer him seriously. No, I'm quite no, happy I with myself. To be, honest. Yeah. to be honest, I'm I'm pretty sweet with where I'm at in life. I think I'm. I'm Is denial a symptom of these sorts of things? <laughs> <laughs> Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. On the inside for Parker. Still going! Oh, yeah, Corey Parker, he is our man who talks all things football for us. Uh, he's on this morning. Hey, buddy. Morning, guys. How are you going? We're good. How are you feeling after seeing the boys so close to winning a match last night and just having it ripped out from underneath them? Well, aside from being a Broncos fan and an ex-player, a little bit disappointed. But, mm. um, you know, from their point of view, uh, you know, you just can't give Melbourne that much possession no. with the ball. Um, look, they, they defended, uh, I thought, brilliantly. But, again, you just give a quality team, quality players so much ball and 
at some stage that, you know, they are going to break you. And, look, they, they got a pretty uh, well, lucky try to win the game, to be honest. But, yeah. um, you know, it is what it is. Have you had that feeling with the losses that you guys have suffered so far in the season? Have you ever sat back and gone, if I'd have been on the field? Mm. <laughs> like, are you allowed to do really. just, a, like, a guest appearance, Corey? Well, is that like... Unfortunately, in, in our sport, mm. um, if, if I was to do a guest appearance, you get found out pretty quickly. Um, I haven't, I haven't done that sort of training. I've dropped seven kilos, so I'd probably. But you'd also be in a suit. Honest. You'd also be in your commentary gear. <laughs> <laughs> some, some players have played in dinner suits before. It's okay. Have I, they? <laughs> well, couple, uh, that's just an old sort of cliche saying. You right. play in dinner suit. Uh, yeah, right, mate. A lot of talk around Billy Slater playing last night, and the fact that he's going to possibly be back for Origin. Did you think um, he played as well as the the hype? That was around it for the Melbourne Storm. Oh, look, certainly he, uh, yeah, his inclusion in the Melbourne Storm side is certainly going to help him. Um, yeah, you know, he was uh, a little rusty from here, you know, from time to time, and that's to be expected. He's been out of the game over twelve months. Mm. But to answer your question, if you know if he stays fit and, and everything's going well, he, he will be in the uh, Queensland side. So. Um, you know, it's exciting for not only Melbourne Storm fans, but also rugby league fans in general to see Billy back out there. Yeah. Hey, Corey, front page of the Courier-Mail is um, Darius Boyd at the moment talking about, well, no, he hasn't really talking, talk, spoken about it, actually. His wife did an interview, and I don't know mm. if it's taken out of context because she probably spoke about a lot of things, but it's mm. just been the highlight that there's been infidelities in the past. Have you ever spoken to him about it, or do you know if he's going okay? Uh, Darius? Mm. Yeah. Well, he, I mean, he obviously uh, had some some uh, issues, I suppose, uh, going on that he addressed, and he's been quite vocal about that uh, since since doing that. So, I think that's been a really good uh, learning curve for him, or stepping stone for him. But mm. you know, aside, you know, there's always two two sides to the coin, mm. and the yeah. other side was obviously Kayla, his wife. So, yeah, um, yeah. It's. I believe mm. it's, it's a pretty. It's a personal matter. So yeah, um, yeah. That's what I was just wondering because it's kind of hard. You know, if Margot wants to talk about anything, it's kind of like you guys are a team, isn't it? Well, that's essentially you're a team away from a team. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and families, I think, are, are a personal, uh, personal thing. Uh, how people choose to, to go about that is, is, is different, but I won't be going into too much depth on, on their situation yeah, anyway. Yeah. I do Fair love enough. the fact that in your family you've tried to make it the size of a team, just so you've got enough people. <laughs> Our team is really big, guys. Yeah. We've got each other's yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, yeah. buddy... Well, that was awkward. Yeah, 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 a little yeah, yeah. bit, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, well, see, we've, we've got Osho in his Sydney studio and I've got a delay in his Skype, so it looked like he was about to talk, but I don't think you were. Were you, buddy? Oh, no, I was. Oh, I, right. But I was going to, like, how I'm going to get from the awkward conversation about another player mm. through to Stav talking about how fertile you are to me wanting to ask you about your motorbike. Well, I'm you like, just how did am it. Gonna we're, do? Here. we're here. We're here. Motorbike. Here we're we are. Now, yeah. Yeah. Is that, do you have a motorbike because you have such a big family? I'm just taking it out for a ride, honey. <laughs> yeah, no, funny enough, I do. Uh, through... My good friends at Gasoline Alley at Harley oh, they, uh, they, uh, they help me out. So, yeah, right. Uh, so now you and Osher are a team. Every, yeah, I think it's important for every, <laughs> I'm going to say, middle-aged man with a, yeah. four kids to have a motorbike for yeah. sure. Yeah, I got a scooter. Does that Corey, count? I love you. That counts. That counts. Yeah. Yeah. Yes! You're in, Stav. You're in. Finally. You're not in. There is no way Corey's going to... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Corey, well... would you really do that? If you were going for a motorbike ride with your friends, you'd take Stav on his scooter with you? 
Well, it, look, it's, it's a point of you could invite him. He could be happy to come along, but I don't know that a scooter would keep up with a Harley. <laughs> i got a 300. Calm down. Oh, well, you're right. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. I think it's more about you'd <laughs> no, no, invite the scooter. No. It's more about me and my personality for Corey. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> well, everyone needs a funny man, and you're one of them. Oh, oh. God, you're right. in the gang, buddy. You're All right, well, buddy, uh, thank you so much for coming on. Um, a good thing we've got you signed on for the rest of the year. We're going to be talking Certainly 40 do. with you all year long, buddy. So uh, nice to talk to you this morning. No worries, guys. Appreciate it. Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Can you make a hotline ring? You can ask us anything. First call, starting 1060. We're open now. Yeah, anything you want to talk about? Ashley from Karina, what do you want to talk about? Um, of the article that was out about the worst behaved kids in, um, yeah, in schools. Mm. I'm a primary school teacher. Would you agree oh. that they are terrible? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, pretty bad, yeah. I've also taught in England mm-hmm. um, for two years there, so that was sort of as a comparison. Mm. Um but yeah, what we deal with is just a lot of disrespect. Mm. Um, they just do not listen at all. And when you do try and get the parents involved, a lot of the times the parents don't care. They don't really. Wow. They think that it's your problem to deal with, and really, wow. that they don't need to be doing anything. Yeah. Well, now I'm really is... nervous because you're in Karina and probably teach my son. But um, <laughs> do you, do you Ash, honestly Ash... feel that we're as parents that we're not teaching the matters that we cop a lot of yeah. the the naughty behaviour and just deal with it? Yeah. 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 So it's not coming from the home. So then when it comes into the classroom and, you know, you're trying to do your lessons and get everybody on the right track and you've got 26 to 30 kids, mm. it is a really big challenge. And then when you've got this one kid who wants to blow up and swear at you or just cause big hassle, it's all the other kids who really want to learn that it affects. Ashley, um, do you teach at yeah. a state school? Yeah, I teach at a state school. Do you, when you talk to the parents, do you get any idea that the parents are like, I pay my taxes, this is part of the service, it's, it, you do you do it, this is not what I do? Um, I haven't experienced that, no. Um, it's more just they don't want to deal with it. The kids hide at home yeah. as well, and like, it's just too much effort for a lot of, well, like, that's the feeling I get from yeah. it. And what I've experienced when I've tried to approach a few parents about bad behaviour but then on the other hand you do have some really supportive parents yeah. when you do go to them about the child and what they're doing in class. Yeah, what can we course. change? Well, what can we change? More parent education, I mm. think. Um, yeah, get the te- get well, their parents involved. Well, I just involved. think it's hard. No, making no excuse but I reckon parents are finding it harder these days just because they are a little bit more time poor. No it, excuse. It sounds like an excuse. Rebecca is in Jimboomba this morning. What do you want to talk about, Beck? Uh, hi, uh, the Broncos disappointing loss last night. Mm, they're done for. Aren't oh they? my god! <laughs> hey, <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> it's just a repeat of last year with the close, you know, losing by one or two points every game. Yeah, yeah. Yep. If it wasn't yeah. for all the uh, penalties, the the Storm yes. had the ball for about eighty five percent of the game. Oh, wow. So uh, it was a big percentage, but I think they had an extra six penalties or seven yeah. penalties on top of us. That didn't certainly didn't help. Well, we are going to be speaking with Corey Parker coming up um, after seven. In around about 15 minutes time. All right, stick around. We'll let Corey know how much Abby now hates the Broncos just because they've had a couple of losses. You said you've given up on them. Yeah. Mentally. Imagine her children (laughs) at sports day. They come second. You're dead to me! If you're not first, you're last. That's not true. I saved that for the car. Hey, Danielle (laughs) in Strathpine, what do you want to talk about? Hey, Abby, I want to talk to Osha about the toilet situation. Hey, Danielle, talk to me about how great Japanese toilets are. 
Okay, first of all, I've used one and they've overflowed before. Oh, oh. that's your issue. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be water well, efficient. No, it's going to be Osh's issue because they have a tendency to clog up. Yeah. Now, why is that? I, I'm hardly using any toilet paper here. Um, well, first of all, I don't know because I'm not a plumber. I just know <laughs> a lot of people that do have them. Mm. Mm. And they seem to clog up. Hang on, you went you went from saying I've used one to now a lot of people. So you've done oh, extensive research in Japanese toilets, have you? Her now? <laughs> <laughs> so Osh uh, got himself a Japanese toilet. It's got the bidet. It has squirts warm water up there, right? Keeps it's got it's a fan. Fantastic. It's got a, it's got a heated seat. You can't it's get brilliant. water efficiency for that now, can you? You can't get your little sticker. Yeah, you can. It only uses about a hundred mils. It does it's it take, a hose. Does it take the water from <laughs> inside the bowl, though? Right? No, like, it takes it straight from the tap. Right, so you've got a hose that runs from your toilet to your tap at the moment? Uh, yes. So good. Really? You want to come over? You can use it, Yeah, mate, mate I, I yeah, happily f- will. <laughs> Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osher. Hit 105. 34. Yeah, the Brisbane Comedy Festival, it's in full swing. Brisbanepowerhouse.org.au. That's where you buy tickets. Make sure you buy two tickets for just yourself to go and see this man. He's very funny. <laughs> Sam Simmons is in the studio. Hey, bud. Hey, thanks for having me. Have you guys ever worked together, you and Steph? I don't think we've worked no, together, I've, no. but I've no, seen you. No, but I've met, you, you, I've met yeah. you in clubs and stuff. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we go back. You know, we've, we've done, we've, we've done, done stuff. stuff together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I think that I felt sorry for you. Actually, last time I saw you, you were you were terribly ill with the flu. Oh, I thought uh, you were going to say you were the, terrible. No. I was like, let's not start <laughs> with that. At the at the paddo, and you were you were just barely getting by. But that's what we have to do, right? You have got to get up and do your job, regardless. Oh, you've got to be a clown all the time. Mm. Non-stop clown. Um, yeah, and I, I, I think I, I kind of vaguely remember that gig. Oh, that's you were ghosted like up, yeah. Oh, that's right. That's a dinner. That's like a dinner and show place, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> but I always feel sorry for comedians when they are being serious because I think that's just the approach they're, they're taking and I'm just, I laugh at them even harder. It's like any comedian trying to tell me, like, a serious... What do you mean, like, when they're telling you the issues? Yeah. yeah. But that's like... Yeah, but that's the unfunny comedians that are telling you, like, you know the, you know the ones, I'm not going to mention them, yeah. that are just like, you're sitting there and you're watching and they start telling you about how bad racism is, expecting, like, the whole audience to go, oh, yeah, you're right. God, yeah. I've been getting it wrong all this time. Thanks for telling me, Mr. Comedian. Racism yeah. is bad. <laughs> yeah. If it wasn't for you, I'd just be out in the street being an idiot right now. Yeah, exactly. More, more cla- exactly. More clapping than there is laughing. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it is It is so nice to hear you say that because people pay good money to go and have a good time. Yeah, not to laugh like you're at a TED talk. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I agree with your philosophies. It's just, getting, it's just like hanging out with the same like, like-minded people in a confined space. Horrible. <laughs> I don't hang out with comedians. I've got no time for them whatsoever. I've got no friends who are comedians. Name any comedian, I would not like them. Go for it. We could turn into a massive slag-off bitch session. Stab Davidson. Oh, what an asshole! <laughs> Will Anderson. Oh, prick. <laughs> Dave Hughes. Oh, I like him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, lo- I love them all, but you know, I, I, I would not share like time just hanging out. We never hang out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just hang time. No way. Uh, we were talking about this off air, but congratulations! You just had a, a newborn bub. Uh, pretty fresh, isn't it? How how old? She's a month. Wow. Uh, little wow. little Luna Jinx Simmons. Oh, beautiful. Oh. And you've gone to her and left her? No, no, she's here. Oh. She's uh, she's actually outside right now. Wow. I just chained her up in the pram. Um, <laughs> Did you leave her some water? the bike thing. <laughs> yeah, she's got, a, she's got a dog bowl out there. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's beautiful. Yeah, thank you very much. I mean, it's just, it's, 
it's life. Like nothing else matters. It just mm. doesn't matter anymore. There's no more stresses. It's just like okay, that's what you worry about now. That's what life's about. I feel greedy and bad that like I've brought another child into the world. Mm. Yeah. And you know that potentially. Oh, hang on. There's a round of applause coming in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> round of applause coming for, this, for the point he's about to make. Yeah. No, but so I feel guilty about that stuff. But um, it's just yeah, it's such a joy. I just want to oh. Just want to. We were talking about it just before about mm. how you just want to grab them and just like squeeze push them, their, mm. squish their eyeballs into yeah. the back of their skull. I don't it's understand like what, what. I don't does it know. Mean? They're just so cute, and you just love oh, them so. I just want to bend your knees backwards like the wrong way. I'm like, what do I? Why do I want to do this to this child? Like just intensely screaming, "I love you!" into its face. It's just. Wait, wait, wait till they're a toddler and you actually want to do that and it's not coming from a place of love. <laughs> I've got a three-year-old and that changes pretty quick. Yeah, uh, I bet. I bet. <laughs> All right, man. Well, well, we've got you here. We thought we'd get you to uh, do a round of this with us. You look like a blueberry. You're just a woman with a small brain. You have bad hair. What did you say? It is playground insults. Yeah, this sounds fun. Mm. It's always comedian versus comedian. So you yep. versus uh, Stav. Here today, yep. whatever said like to each other. Eight mile, isn't it? Eight yeah. mile yeah, in the yeah, playground. Yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah, in the comedian yeah. world. I just love how you're like, yeah, I'm ready to go. Just tell me who I'm doing insults to. Um, yep. Yeah, that's how easy it comes to you. Okay. So you're up against Stav, and mm. Sam, you're, I guess, you can go first. Hey, Stav. Mm. What, type of, what type of a name is Stav? It sounds like you're some sort of a specky uh, Mediterranean. <laughs> <laughs> really? That's really insulting in a racial way. Do you want us is, to are you a Greek? Are you a Greek? I'm, I'm not. I do certain things Greek-like, but uh, I'm not entirely Greek. Oh. Mm. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> Sam, I saw your act. I really like that joke you do. Oh. oh! Hey, hey, Stab, I really enjoy those Savlakis you serve. <laughs> oh, we're sticking with that. Okay. Um, hey, uh... I'm going to say the worst thing you can say to a stand-up comedian who has just had a, a, a baby. Your daughter's yep. going to grow up and become an accountant. <laughs> Ooh. Well, that means your daughter's going to grow up to be funny. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I'll take that one. I think you won. I think you won on that oh, one. Oh, he's given up. He's given up. No, come no. on. Come on, Stav. All right. Uh... Bring out that tzatziki. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing here. Why have I gone down a road of just Stav being a Greek man? I look like a Greek man. I'm fine with it. I'm actually Danish Aboriginal Nova Scotian French Jew. <laughs> that is a real thing. It's a real mongrel mix. You so get like into that. Yeah. You, you can't be Greek. You're bald. What do you? Well, no. But look how virile I am on the shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sam Simmons, uh, we can see you at the Brisbane Comedy Festival. Go to brisbanepowerhouse.org.au. Uh, great to see you, mate. Thanks for coming. Thanks. In. I'm not so racially charged in the show, by the way. I know that's, that's just a bit only dodge. on our ra- on our radio station. <laughs> <laughs> oh, congratulations guys. on your little girl. Oh, I love her. Thank you very much. Thanks, mate. Anytime. Bye. Bye. Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Now, we've spoken to this uh, girl before, Kayla Boyd, who is the wife of the Broncos skipper, Darius Boyd. And there's a headline today in the paper, which I just think is a little bit uncomfortable. And I want to get your view on it. Kayla joins us now. Morning, hon. Good morning. How are you? How's your 24 hours been? Fun? Oh, very, very interesting, but I've definitely had worse. Yeah, right. As as a footy fan, and not to take away from how serious this is, great game by your husband on his 250th. 
last yeah, night, by the way. Yeah, it, it was a good game. They've, they've definitely planned the time into perfection, haven't they? Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. Well, see, you did an interview with Channel um, 9, which a guy that we know that we work with actually did the interview, and I believe at the time after the interview you did enjoy it. It was a 40-minute chat, but the one thing that has been the big topic now is saying Broncos skipper outed as a cheater by his wife. Right. Yeah. Do you want to hear? We've got the actual audio of the moment from um, last night on Channel 9. For the first time, she's opening up about those cracks and the personal hell she's clawed back from. Her breaking point? When she discovered Darius had been having an affair behind her back. I was 100% done. I'm shocked that I'm sitting here and I'm talking about him and we're still married. How long ago was this, Kayla? This interview was on Tuesday and they've actually cut and edited that to reflect that I'm talking about my marriage when I was actually talking about when Darius was in a deep state of depression and times were really difficult and really hard when he wasn't performing at the level of football when he was in Newcastle. Mm. So it's been reflected in a way which portrays it to be a lot worse than what it actually was, which is very sad. Can I say, that's a... That's a very serious claim to make, though, would you say? Yeah, and, and, and it's true, and, it's, and, and it came out of my mouth. It's just it's something that happened four years ago, mm. and oh. everybody knows about it. Mm. Yeah. Um, okay. It just hadn't come as a statement out of my mouth. Mm. Right. Um, so now that's just the topic of conversation when the whole point of the interview was to talk about mental health, raise awareness on mental health, the difficulties that a marriage can go through with somebody who has a mental illness, in this yeah. case, Darius has depression. And because him having depression going into rehab was a very public thing, yeah. um, I just... I kind of have no barriers um, and it's no filter. So I had no um, intent of it backfiring to the way that it has. Mm. It was supposed to be a feel-good positive story and that, yeah. you know, a redemption story that a young guy who suffered with a depression had a really difficult upbringing, who went into rehab, quit football, which was the one stability in his life, who had no idea about what was going to happen, who has now come back to the club that he loves, is a skipper of the club, and we can both hold our heads high. We've got a beautiful daughter and we're really happy in our marriage. That was the point of the interview. Right. Mm. So how was he feeling today then? Because, I mean, Um, you know when you kind of go, should be celebrating 250th game, not a win, but I know that they'll win next time. Um, Yeah. um, How's he feeling after the the attention, I guess? Oh, look, it'll it'll be gone in a day. Um, It's just really sad that that's what um, the nation is focusing news on being today. you know, as we've both gone through worse, it's news, it'll be gone. Um, and, yeah, he, he's just focusing on, you know, next week's game. And the best thing about it is we've got beautiful little Willow. He's got a few days off over the next couple of days, so we're just going to relax and enjoy and have some really good family time. Kayla, you've been exposed uh, online before. People have taken it upon themselves to comment on your personal choices and your personal life, um, to, particularly when it comes to things to do with your family. Do you... F- are you bracing yourself for, for another wave of social media outrage? Uh, I, and I think a few people, it's already kind of going that way. There's already some, you know, articles and, and that that have been, you know, printing saying that my, my reason for a termination last year was due to my, uh, my husband oh. having an affair. Mm. Um, so then people have now gone back to my social media and actually mm. seen that the story has been edited in a way which isn't correct. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But do you know, like at the end of the day, I choose to um, to put myself out there because I want to be relatable to people. At the end of the day, I I love blogging and I love writing and I want to be as real as possible. And you can't, not everybody's going to agree. You're yeah. always going to have people you, that have have an opinions, and and it's life. With, yeah, and I, I guess yeah. I was to say, having a footballer as a husband. Do you find it that everyone judges your relationship differently? Because I actually think footballers, um, there's too much pressure on them sometimes to be perfect humans. If they do step out of line, instantly society wants to just cut them off at the knees and say they're just a filthy footballer. Like, is, yeah. is that a pressure on a relationship as a footballer's wife? Um, I think in a way um, it can be. At the end of the day, I think that's why I just want to be as real as possible because we are just like anybody else. I think they are put on a pedestal a lot of the time and there's so much expectation um, for them to get to be perfect and a relationship to be perfect. And it's just not like we're human, you know. That's when I said in the interview, um, I don't want people to look at me and, and think that I'm perfect or he's perfect or we have a perfect relationship because from social media, that's, that, that's the way social media is these days. Everybody wants to be perceived as having a perfect life, but that's just not reality. Mm. Yeah, of course. Do you yeah. get nervous when you press send on that blog, though? You know, when oh you my go, God. Mm-hmm. I get full anxiety. Yeah, right. Because I, I kind of go, I, like, I admire how you're so honest, but I can understand that people reading it, you've, and you know how us females can be, we're all coming from different circumstances, whether someone's trying for a baby and, you know, can't yeah. get pregnant. So they're going to be reading it in di- a very different um, yeah. sense of state than, than anyone mm. else. So, you know. And I, it's really, yeah. yeah, it's really hard, too, because you can't express the emotion and the exact way that you're, you know, how you're feeling over, yeah. like, you know, over over a blog or anything like that, which is really hard. And I think at the end of the day, people just need to know that I'm just speaking from my experiences and speaking from how I feel and in and, and no way is it to upset or offend anybody else. And I guess for me, I have no opinion on anything in life that has no direct impact on me. And I forget mm. that not everybody is the same. Same, yeah, so, absolutely. Well, throughout yeah. the year, we're only going to do live interviews with you, Kayla, okay? Oh. <laughs> Thank Just... you. I really appreciate that, Abby. <laughs> uh, well, Kayla, uh, thank you so much for coming on and having your honesty no with worries. us this morning. Uh, give a high five to Darius and the rest of the team for us. I will. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks, um, Kayla Boy, Darius Boyd, captain of the Broncos wife, on the air with us. It's Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. I'm thankful for a good radio pun any time of the day, but yeah. there's some things I'm just really not happy with, and that's why I have to say thanks, but no thanks. So to you, Bill Road, over 50 years ago, Bill, you invented the three-screen sliding shower door. In all my years of living in rental apartments, staying in hotels, or even here at my own house, I've never met one of your inventions that doesn't jam, derail, or somehow otherwise mess up my morning. Mm. I'm so annoyed at the one in my house, I've taken one of the sliding panes off and put it all against the wall uh. because a wet towel on the floor is less annoying than battling with you every time I want to have a shower. Mm. Mm. So, Bill, thanks but no thanks. Oh, he's going to be hurt. Mm. He's dead. Is he? <laughs> I should. <laughs> Osha killed him. It's a terrible shower-related incident. Hey... Schools. <laughs> I know kids need to go to you, and you're doing a wonderful job, especially the school that my kid goes to. God, he's learning a lot. Mm. He broke car the other day. He wrote car. Yeah, that's great. On your car, he drew me a little picture. Yeah. But this mummy here, this mummy's not handling it. It's too much. There's too many emails. 
I've got school disco to organise, raffle, Easter raffle, donate to the raffle, library days, PNC meetings, school photo forms, collecting five cent pieces, PE uniform days, show and tell. It's too much. Aren't you on the PNC committee? They didn't invite me back for a meeting. (laughs) (laughs) Probably because of this. Apparently I said I want to be president and they said there's a lot of work and I said I'm out. That's what Trump said. Thanks. <laughs> but no thanks. Hello. My appearance. Finally. <laughs> you let me down. You just let me down. Last couple of weeks, the Mazda 3's needed some upgrades, like new headlights and new windscreen wipers. Why is it that when I purchase these things, the dude at Super Cheap Auto always says, it's only 10 bucks for me to install those for you? Because you look like uh, a kid. Uh, I uh, can do it myself! Uh, okay? Yeah, yell at him with that creaky voice of yours. <laughs> You're is your voice breaking, sir? <laughs> I actually couldn't do it myself. After trying for 20 minutes in the car park, I went back in and I said, take my money, just put these windscreen wipers on for me. Thanks, but no thanks. Hey there, my daughter Rory. I got myself a new iPhone. Shiny, bright, untouched. I had that iPhone for seven days. I lent it to you so you could watch My Little Pony while I was at the bowls play. <laughs> I was going to say, you were, you were purchasing scooters when this happened, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> and in between getting the jug of 150 lashes <laughs> and returning, you had dropped that iPhone, cracking the screen oh. again. Oh. Daddy, pay attention to me, not the beer. <laughs> That's a big call, babe. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big call. Thanks, but no thanks. Stop, stop, stop.